Darkcast Network. Out of the shadows come the best indie podcasts. Hello, everyone. I'm Pat. Hi, everyone. I'm Darcy. Welcome to the Pod of Terror. Um, how are you feeling? Very good. Good. Good, because I'm about to ruin your mood a little bit Ooh, with my that bad, huh? Yeah, it, it's obviously this is a true crime podcast, so yeah. we we all come here expecting some horrible things, but I think today is going to be particularly bad, a gruesome one. Yeah, so we are going to Soviet Russia. <laughs> okay, yeah, back in time a little bit. So Alexander Spesivtsev was born in the industrial Siberian town of Novokuznetsk uh, on the 1st of March 1970. And also just a little disclaimer, it is Russian names. I'm trying my best here, but you know that there's there's a lot of consonants in those names. So um, do forgive me if <laughs> I butcher the names of places and people. But anyway, just, just a little disclaimer. So yeah, Alexander, we're going to call him Sasha. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Nicknames, <laughs> I think, is a good idea. Yeah. So he was, is basically, yeah, I think Alexander Sasha is like interchangeable in Russia. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. So, the, he probably so it's like Alec, that. Alexander okay. Alex for them. It's Sasha. Okay. Kind of so, but yeah, cool. Sasha, let's stick to Sasha. So when his father lost his job at the local steelworks, he turned to alcohol and became extremely abusive to Sasha physically and sexually. Oh, God. When Sasha was five, his parents had a row. His father beat up his mum and left, never to be seen again. So that's not a great start to his life, is it? It was the beginning of an extremely toxic and disturbing relationship with his mother, Ludmila. She was a teaching assistant at a nearby school, and she lived with Sasha and his older sister, Nadezda, in an apartment on Pionersky Prospect in the centre of the town. Ludmila was um, fucked up, basically, to give you an insight into her life um by today's standards she'd be diagnosed with severe mental health issues but unsurprisingly soviet russia was not best equipped to deal with you know that kind of thing just nonsense no no money for that kind of stuff no mental illness is probably not even something you consider as a problem no probably even now it's a bit yeah. In places like Russia, it's yeah. like, nah, probably take it a bit more seriously, but like, obviously we're talking about the 70s. No one gives a fuck what your problems are, Ludmila. Don't I worry mean, about back it. then they were probably really struggling to eat. Yeah, so, th- that's going to be a part, a big part of this story because obviously it was, the events will be taking place right post Soviet era. Okay. And it was very tough. Yeah, it was bad back then yeah. in Soviet Russia and, and poverty and hunger was the biggest issue there. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that will come back to us later, but yeah, it was a really tough time for regular citizens anyway. Yeah, so yeah. how crazy was the mom then? Like, uh, right. So <laughs> yeah. Sasha slept in the same bed as her until he was at least 14 years old. Okay. Which is, you know, she seemed to think that her perfect can't do any wrong son needed her constant attention and protection. One of his very few childhood friends said, after his father left, he and his mother teamed up to take on the world. They never seemed to care about anyone else, and he did everything she asked without ever questioning it. Ludmila was an awful piece of shit. She'd constantly emotionally blackmail Sasha. If he ever showed any sign of wanting to leave and, you know, actually starting his life 
you know, doing the normal teenage stuff, like dating, I don't know, going out with friends, doing whatever, uh, she would threaten to commit suicide if he ever shown any kind of sign of independence. Um, on the other hand... Emotional blackmail. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And mothers are the best at emotional blackmail. They really are. They really are. They My mum, she could win an award. <laughs> she could. I don't know. Yeah, mum. Yeah, it's a I gift. Just... It's a gift they have. It really is. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? This woman clearly has got she's, other she's issues taken as well, so level. she's taken it to her. And, and it's so common as well. We've so, so many stories of when the dad leaves and mums tend to get so obsessed with their sons, isn't it? It's normally sons as well, isn't it? I don't know yeah, what it is. I don't but, know what it is, but there is something there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we need to look up some Probably, papers on yeah. that. I'm sure there are I'm some. sure there are. Um, but yeah, so she was threatened to commit suicide whenever he was kind of like, I'm ready to yeah. move on. On the other hand, she would reward him for doing her bidding by having sex with him, which is something that regular mums don't do normally, I would think. Mm. Uh, so obviously, unsurprisingly, his head was fucking spinning from the get-go. So, yikes. Um, Ludmilla got fired from her job as a TA when Sasha was 12, having been accused of stealing plumbing equipment to sell on the black market. So that's not really unusual at that time. People were yeah. doing all sorts of things to kind of get by and, yeah. you know, selling some stolen shit. Not really that, no. not a big deal. But the school found, found out yeah. and they told it to, you know, skedaddle. Soon after, she got a job as an assistant for the city prosecutor's office. She started bringing crime scene photos home to show to Sasha, who became increasingly fascinated by the horrific scenes in the pictures and he would study them for hours. Like he would literally just sit next to her on the sofa and just like literally stare at the pictures and just like take a look at every single detail. And you know, there were gruesome, horrible things. There was accidents, murders, like all sorts of really gory, gory things. He would remember his favorites, quote unquote, and then he would masturbate to them later. Okay. See, I was going to say, I do like to look. At some yeah. uh, crime scene. I version. think it's this normal, natural, yeah, morbid especially curiosity. When, yeah, especially when we're interested in the case or we're doing research yeah. on the case. I do love to look at those. But then masturbation is something that yeah. crosses the line to no. me. I think look, having that curiosity is very much natural. natural. Yeah. Yes. As, as weird and creepy as it is, as it we're, is. we're human. Yeah, and we just, it's a, and we just want to know what's going on. Yeah. And so to be fair, yeah, I... I do look up occasionally, like, you know, crime scene yeah. photos and it just kind of, it's one thing to talk about it and listen about yeah. it, listen, listen, you know, yeah. what's happened. But then you see a picture of a crime scene and it just, it makes you realize it was a real person. A hundred percent. It's a, it's it really a human does. being in the picture yeah, and it just puts it in a different perspective. It. So, and, yeah. Uh, but and I think there's like a little detective in all of us that we yeah. just want to like, Oh, I wonder what we can spot. Wonder we can see yeah. like, Oh, for that sure. kind of yeah. thing. So yeah, I get that bit. But then this is, but he was so young when he was exposed yeah. to this. So that can explain the, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he took a very kind of weird take, take to it. Yeah. Thing. Uh, so when one of his classmates noticed one of the pictures, he had one of the pictures in his exercise book during okay. class and it kind of fell out and his classmates saw it. And he told him that, yo, this is fucked up, that your mum is showing you those things. Yeah. He was like, Ugh. So basically, Sasha promptly beat him up for disrespecting his mother. Ouch. Yeah. It's like, no, nothing wrong with that. That's normal. Mums do that. Mums, you know, bring stuff from work for you to look at. Casual. When he was at school, he wasn't very sociable. And he became increasingly more aggressive as the years went on. His teachers were concerned about his violent streak, but Ludmila brushed it off saying that he was a misunderstood genius. 
Um, so obviously it was the school that she used to work at. So she kind of knew the staff. Okay. So they were a little bit reluctant to, you know, call her out and actually tell her, you need to get your fucking son in check because he's being horrible. It, yeah, it was just one of those tricky ones. Um, he was in fact a big fat bully and most people avoided him altogether, which obviously led him to uh, spending more time with his mum. Not a great idea. Mm-mm. Uh, but then he met Eugenia Gozelnikova in 1988. They became an item and it was all happy days to start with, you know, a nice little puppy love. It was chocolate. He wrote her poems and it was just really cute. So young love. Uh, she would spend more and more time at the apartment with him. Like, you know, they would just hang out and she basically moved in part time. And I'm guessing the mum got jealous. So no, the mum originally to start with, the mum was like, oh, whatever, like, you know, yes. no problem at all. And she was just like, uh, it's going to fizzle out. Yeah. Me. So I'm not really, not, didn't feel very threatened about it. Um, until the day Eugenia made a snarky comment about Ludmila, his mother, uh, which he didn't appreciate, i.e. he lost his shit on her. He started beating Eugenia. Um, she tried running out of the apartment, but he punched her square in the face, dragged her into a bedroom and kept her there for a month. Wow. Yeah. She was repeatedly beaten, assaulted, raped and stabbed. So her parents um, reported her missing immediately. There was like something, no, she would come home. But the police weren't so interested at first. Um, and also it's possible that some of the cops knew Ludmila from the prosecutor's office where she was working there, uh, at the time. And so they weren't too keen on investigating, you know, a colleague basically. They, they, they weren't interested in getting to, into her son's situation. But eventually, though, after Eugenia's family pleas, you know, they kept on asking them to check it out. The police raided Sasha's apartment and Eugenia was obviously there. Ludmilla denied- I mean, that's just some poor work from the, regardless of what you want to say or whatever the situation is. She just works in the office, you know, this kid's, the poor girl's been suffering for a whole month because of their recklessness. If this annoys you, you're going to get so much more annoyed okay. as the story goes on. This is just the beginning. All right. Uh, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Let's I'm just, just thinking in her position. Imagine we're in that situation. You know where your child is. You know where she is. You're telling the police to go and get her. And they're like, nah, no, nah, thank you. I think it happens, so, it happens now, it happens today. To, to this day, exactly. Yeah. So it must have been so frustrating because they couldn't go in there. Like they probably knocked on the door, just like, I'm sure they, they were she? 100%. But, yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, so obviously Ludmilla denied um, knowing anything, even though she was in the fucking apartment throughout Eugenia's mm-hmm. ordeal and just ignored her screams for help for the whole month. She, yeah. Mm, okay. Having been admitted to the hospital, Eugenia died within a few days. Oh no, she Very didn't choice. even survive. Oh, poor no. girl. So, uh, yeah, the official cause of death was sepsis. Actually, it was impossible to pinpoint what exactly killed her because her body was covered in a ton of septic wounds, um, hence sepsis. So essentially, the wanker tortured her to death. Wow. Yeah, there were so many wounds on her body that it's just, I can't, I can't imagine, honestly. They literally could not specify what was the actual cause of death. Awful, awful stuff. Sasha was sent to a mental hospital. It is rumored that his father convinced her pals at, the, at work, like the prosecutor's office, that she would take care of him and his mental health problems. 
yeah, because he was um, diagnosed with schizophrenia at that time. Uh, so yeah, she 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 told them that she would take care of him instead of taking it to a criminal trial, and they agreed. So again, her contacts helped. The That's amazing. Like it's not even like she's all you have to do is fucking work there. Literally, she's not it. even like a high position. No, thing. she's just some sort of assistant secretary person who, by the way, got that job after getting fired from her previous yes. place for stealing. Like <laughs> she doesn't even have good credentials, like, no, mate. or credibility. No, she she must have been a very likable woman, I guess. So no, that's what psychopaths normally are. They, they know yeah. how to yeah, exactly. Like that's true. Fucking hell. Um, so he was released after two years. Wow. Uh, yeah. So it was in ninety one. The doctors claimed that he was fully recovered and didn't po- pose a threat to the public. However, there no official release documents were ever seen by anyone. So it's very likely that Ludmila worked her bribery magic once again and got him out. So she paid off the doctors to let him out of the hospital, which bribery back then in the 90s in Russia, yes. everyday occurrence, it's nothing surprising. It's just fucked up that this kind of person came out. He murdered a girl, basically. Basically. By torturing her. By torturing her to death. Yeah. It wasn't even a crime of passion. No. I was thinking he knew what he was doing. Exactly. And they were like, oh, a few rubles or whatever the fuck the currency was then. Yeah. All right. Take him home. No. And all this for making one snarky comment. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's completely... Just disrespecting my mother. Guess. So, yeah. the fact that they gave this guy so much leniency based on what his mother's contacts, mm-hmm. it's just awful. He said that when he was in a hospital, he got another patient to insert a metal ball into his urethra to make him more virile and potent. Bloody hell. Yeah, so you know what happened. He obviously worked. He was like, he had a hard on all the time. No, of course he fucking didn't. He had, he got fucking erectile dysfunction and genital pains because yikes. I don't know what size. The- yeah, I know. I'm with you. Yeah. But Darcy is fucking cringing in the chair. Just like, I just, <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine sticking like. <sighs> <laughs> Why would you possess you to think that was a good idea? I don't know. I don't know the size of the metal ball that they used. Obviously, I, I don't. I don't know how far if male urethra can yeah. stretch either. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Don't feel like sticking anything up there is ever a good idea. I don't think so. No. No. So yikes! So that was that. I'm sure that you know having ED will help his mental exactly. health. Exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say, like already he's he's not got the the best abilities. No. And now he's got this issue, which tends to make people like him more like, frustrated, more frustrated, yeah, more dangerous, yeah. way more dangerous. So yeah. So it's all quiet for a few years, um, and in February of '96, he makes 20 year old Elena Trinova. He promised so. There's not a lot of sources in that, but basically it sounds like they met at the train station. Okay. And it sounds like Elena was perhaps a homeless person okay. or like, you know, someone down on their luck. Um, so he promised her a warm meal and a place to stay for a little while. They engaged in consensual sex, but obviously his ED prevented him from performing. Okay. And poor Elena giggled. Mm-mm, it sealed her fate. Soon after he met another girl called Elena and same thing. Basically, and both of them ended up being tortured and killed. In April of 96, uh, Sasha met four. Uh, some sources say six, but, um, yeah, I'll get there in a sec. Uh, four homeless boys and lured them into his mother's apartment by pretending he wanted to rob it. 
and basically share the look with them. He said, oh, I've got the key to this house. Let's go and rob it. And then we can share whatever we get. Um, so yeah, Fulton, how do you meet four homeless boys just in the street like that? Yes. So yeah, th- that's where we come to like, you know, Russia was just a mad, mad place at that time. There were the lots of transients in the streets and lots of homeless kids who, you know, poverty breeds that kind of environment, doesn't it? The kids mm-hmm. were basically escaping abuse from home. They would avoid the police as well because the police were not much fucking better. For yeah. Them. They just kept on like, you know, shushing them away from one place to another. Uh, and they just, they had to turn to crime to live really in the streets. There was just a shitload of like orphan kids in the streets or like, you know, runaways. So. And no one's even going to be looking for them. No. So if one does happen, one thing does happen to them. Yeah. They don't really have much chance of anyone trying to find them or no. help them. Yeah. It, it's awful. And it was just, that was the perfect environment for Sasha. But when they got in, their boys clocked that something was, you know, something was a mess. They didn't like the situation. Uh, so one of them tried to fight Sasha. He was immediately killed with a knife he had hidden. Uh, the rest of the boys tried to escape and help the friend. Like, you know, they're like, what the fuck? Let's, let's get out of here. And, um, in the chaos, he killed them all with that knife. He then proceeded to have sex with their bodies. Hey. Yeah. The boys were still there when a few days later, he lo- Lord, how do you say that word? Lord, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Lord, Lord. Am I saying it wrong? No, I, think, I don't, I don't know. It's just, when I've said it twice them. now and it doesn't sound right in my head. Lord. He lured them. Lord. He got, he got two teenage girls. <laughs> <laughs> let's just, let's just skip that one. Okay. So, babe, so this guy is, Bisexual as well, I'm assuming. So he doesn't really have a preference. It, but... He's a monster. So okay, basically, so just after, after the first two Elena stuff we've just spoken about, yeah. he decided apparently that, oh, women are boring. I okay. might just do women, you know? Yeah. It's just women. So he decided that, fuck it, let's do kids. So at this point, I think he's not... Not preference. Uh, he is, it's not even chaos. about preference. It's just about causing chaos yeah. and harm and, and hurt. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, yeah, there's boys, girls, yeah. whatever. Um, you'll find out in a minute there was a 35 year old man as well. There was literally no, oh, so no the victims whatsoever. had no preference. There was no, no like way to, no one was victims. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just fucking awful. Um, the boys were still there when a few days later he got two teenage girls into the flat by offering them some wholesale soap bars to sell and keep some of the profits. So mm. the girls obviously agreed. Um, they just had to go and pick them up. Uh, the girls saw the bodies immediately, basically, because he just covered, he were in the bedroom, he just covered them up with some blankets or whatever. Okay. Just not, not doing a very good job. It's not a big deal, it's just nah, a couple of bodies. Don't worry about it. It's like yes, yeah. having a fish tank in the corner, just like casual, little, you know, my little setup. Fuck you. Um, so when they saw that, they tried to run, but it was already too late. He murdered both of them with the same knife that he used to kill the boys. Uh, his mother then came to the flat, so all the bodies. So that's, I think, where the confusion comes from. In the book, it said it was four boys and then six bodies. So I think it was four boys, two girls. Okay. But when it said six homeless boys, I think there's just a bit of confusion. Obviously, okay. the sources are a little bit funny, but it's six bodies altogether. Uh, so uh, she she saw all the bodies. She didn't bother asking any questions. She had no questions whatsoever. She, Six bodies and no questions. No, no problemo. Mm. So you'll find that Ludmilla actually her way of making what keeping tabs on um, Sasha was she encouraged him 
to get the homeless children, like, you know, the transients, because no one's going to be looking for them. And she encouraged him to rape them and, you know, just dispose of them because that kept him away from hurting people who might be looked for. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. It's, it's awful. She actually gave him a game plan. Yeah. She was like, no, you know, it's, it's come. It's the yeah. brain. Like later he says that he was just trying to get rid, um, the streets of the brain. Of course. Yeah. It. They think that they're doing a good thing at the end. Yeah. Of the because like they're useless, yeah. you know, it's just like, oh, scam on the streets. You have to like get rid of them. So that was their reasoning. They were just doing the country a favor, the, the city a favor mm. by getting rid of these people. Children, fucking children. So <laughs> yeah, it's just mind boggles. Um, so yeah, she didn't, she didn't have any questions and she helped him dismember them. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Good mom that she is. She bagged them up in buckets and disposed of them in the river Abba, which overlooked their apartment block just down the road. In June of 96, he killed 13 year old Elena Stachkova, 15 year old Nikolaeva Gennadievna, a 40 year old woman and a 35 year old man who were never identified. So as you can see, that's only the ones we know of anyway. There's literally no pattern whatsoever. It's mainly homeless kids, mm-hmm. but it's just basically anyone on the streets that you can, anyone who can happens to come across into it. getting into the house. Yeah. yeah, that's it. In July, he killed 19 year old Natalia Voinova and in August, 12 year old Chapelina Galina. Wow. Mm-hmm. All of them tortured, murdered, dismembered and their bodies dumped by Ludmilla. The police largely ignored the missing persons reports, claiming they ran away and would be found safe and sound, even when various body parts started washing up on the banks of the river. Mm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, times were getting really tough for Sasha and Ludmila. The black market was being clamped down on, hindering Ludmila's business endeavours, and so they were struggling to afford food for themselves and for their Newfoundland dog, that they owned. They had a huge ass, you know what Newfies are. Mm-hmm. They, they look like yeah. bears, basically. They're huge ass dogs. They're really cute. This one wasn't. <laughs> Disposing of the bodies was also becoming quite tiresome. Like, no. Mm-hmm. So they came up with a plan. They decided that they might as well utilize the bodies of the victims and began to feed them to the dog as well as consuming them themselves. Wow. Yeah, we're taking a turn here a little bit. That's a surprise. I did not expect Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm so, I was not expecting that at all. Yeah. I mean, I know that, uh, you know, murder, rape, all that stuff is one thing, but kind of... For some the, reason... Type, yeah, I know. a particular type of thing, isn't it? It does. Yeah, and the fact that they both did it, that the mum and the yeah. son were in it, and they both were like, you know what? It's me. You made an agreement, like, you know what? Yeah. It's wasteful. Just, it's just me. It's just food. Like, they just it's like, we think, you know what? We should recycle them, those jars of like fucking pasta sauce <laughs> that we get. And they're like, you know what? It's a waste. All these bodies going in the river. We might as well make some steak out of them. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. In late 96, hundreds of army troops and police officers were finally deployed on the hunt for the killers. Cause they're like, yeah, this something's getting, fishy. Something's yeah, finally, after all those bodies and yeah. body parts that they had to find, yeah. they couldn't avoid it no longer. No. And I bet you the police probably tried to. They probably oh, tried yeah. not to make this into a deal. For Is sure. It? They probably took that, yeah. like, made sure that, uh, no, it's just runaways, yeah. you know, shit's home situation, don't worry about it, they'll be back. They'll, you know, turn up eventually. They initially thought that it could have been an organ trafficking gang, which was uh, believed to have, um, to have been operating in the area at the time. 
Uh, yeah, and to be fair, they only got interested when more than 70 body parts were recovered from Wow. Them. Yeah. So when 70 different body parts turned up, they were like, yeah, I don't know, the organ trafficking theory kind of lost steam mm-hmm. because it's just, it didn't make much sense. The police started looking into known criminals who had served time in prison or psychiatrist institutions. Unfortunately, Sasha wasn't even flagged up because his papers were never fucking released. So as far as the cops knew, he was still in a mental hospital. They, there was no official release papers. So they were like, oh yeah, that guy's still in, so don't worry about it. Um, someone else came up though. Oleg Rilkov, the Toliati Ripper. That's a completely new fucking can of worms that will probably open up at some point yeah. in the future. Uh, he committed a series of brutal rapes and murders. Um, and so another good guy. Oh yeah, another another lovely, no, no, upstanding member of society. Uh, he denied any involvement with the, these killings, though. He remains the prime suspect for a while, though, which made Sasha and Ludmila even more confident in their ability to keep getting away with their crimes. Mm-hmm. And sadly, they were right for a little. Yeah, and little sometimes when the law enforcement have a target. They're so focused on that target. It's really frustrating, isn't it? Yeah. It's like they ignore... I understand when you've got a theory in your head, yeah. it's hard to acknowledge everything else Absolutely. around you. But it happens so often where they just yeah. like, this is the guy and that's it. This is this is what we're looking for. And they literally, even when evidence shows... Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, they still try to like, you know, they still try to find a way to pick yeah. like their guy. Like spin it. So yeah, that, exactly. It, it and it's a crazy yeah. theory. Yeah. So. Happens quite a lot. Mm. Happens quite a lot. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, it, yeah, we all, we're all yeah. kind of biased and we think we're That's right, the truth as well. You can't even blame the officers too much because no. I think it's a human nature when you yeah. like pick something. Like we've done it in like everyday life as well, right? For sure. But we're just yeah. like, oh yeah, that guy definitely took my, I don't know, pen. <laughs> and he might have nothing to do with it, but we're so focused on yeah. pinpointing this particular person. We're just like, we don't really yeah. look into anything else. And I think that's just in a way yeah. how our brains work. So yeah. It's a bit of a shame though, because this is a human life now. It so it's is. a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. It must but, be really And tra- I think with officers, you need to be trained to like, to look past that, right? Yeah. You need to train Ignore your own bias, your own beliefs, and yeah. just focus on what you're actually seeing. But like, it yeah. must be, yeah, it must yeah. be. Especially back then as well, when it, you know. Yeah, there was no CCTV, was oh, there? <laughs> evidence wasn't as important as it was now. No. Especially like things like that that really do change. Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll come, we'll come across it in a bit that there, Kind of DNA was becoming a thing, but okay, obviously yeah. Russia was too, too poor. Course, yeah. They didn't want to process, they, they couldn't process anything. Yeah. They didn't have enough funding. Yeah. But all of those services were just kind of yeah. completely fucked at that time, which didn't help things much. Um, so that brings us to February of 97. Yeah. So the, the mom and the son duo, they're, they they, they're confident that they're going to be okay yeah. because there's another guy that the police are interested in. Yeah. They can just keep doing what they're doing. And yeah. is that what's going on? Yeah, basically. So they are just cracking on with life because no one's interested. In and they need food. So and they need food. They um, need victims. Gotta get it somehow, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in February of 1997, a plumber was called by the residents of an apartment block in Novo Kuzets. <laughs> he walked up and down the building trying to locate the source of the stench that like people complained about until he heard someone crying on the third floor he knocked on the door and immediately a dog started barking and he was like that's a big ass dog like yikes it's like you know what you can hear it when it's a big dog yes. and you're like i'm not gonna fuck with these people 
Um, he kept knocking, though, and eventually a man behind the door told him that he was mentally ill and he couldn't open the door. So the plan was like, okay, this is weird. So he decided to peek through the letterbox and um, immediately he saw blood stains on the wall around in the hallway uh, and having already felt that something was fucking off, he recognised the smell in the apartment being an ex-military man. He has okay. smelled it before. Finally. Yeah. Somebody with a bit of sense in the story. Yes, finally someone who knows yeah. what's going on. <laughs> he then saw a man climbing onto a balcony on the side of the building through a window and he decided it was time to get the cops in. Mm-hmm. So it was like, this ain't right. So he ran downstairs to the public telephone. We're obviously pre-cell phone era yeah. in there. Uh, and that's when Ludmilla quietly slipped out of the apartment when he was downstairs calling the cops. When the police got there, they forced the door open and were welcomed by a huge-ass dog running right at them, and the dog was shot. Uh-huh. It was shot there. All day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's not the dog. No, it's not the dog. He did nothing wrong. No. Yeah, he just unfortunately just happened to have yeah, crazy fucked up owners. Owners. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. So when they started searching the apartment, uh, two pots were simmering on the stove. One of them looked like a sausage casserole, but when he turned off the gas, one of the officers, he realised there was, in fact, human fingers in there. Mm. Mm. The other pot contained a human head. Wow. Yeah. They ate the head. Nice stupid. Yeah, I was thinking that, though. What? How do you... What is it about... Why would... Head doesn't have that much... Yeah. I mean, you need meat, right? Like, I don't know, but based on... I would think a leg would be Yeah, or a butt. I've heard that that is good as well. Because there's a lot of meat there. Oh, no, Yelp reviews, you know, whatever, from <laughs> that cannibal restaurant down the road. <laughs> but no, yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. Like, so you like, want a bit of meat and yeah. fat. And, you know. I, I've never really, based on the few stories I've heard, mostly they don't, they put the head in the fridge or something, right? I would, yeah. I would think maybe boil the head to get rid of, like, maybe. It's probably not for the, them to eat. It's probably yeah. just to help them get rid of the evidence. Yeah, it's yeah. Like yeah, it, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Or they like brain. You don't know. Fuck no. Yeah, maybe they like, yeah. I mean, maybe they've developed some sort of Rinsy. like niche. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe they had some like niche yeah. tastes when it comes to human remains. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but anyway, in the bathroom, they found a mutilated headless torso okay. of a child. Oh, which, no. Leah, let's break it down a bit. Oh, no. Now I feel bad. Yeah, I know. Sorry about laughing, but no. Um, there was a steel tank by the window containing human legs and the remains of a chest. Uh, there were also lots of other remains in the, in the flat, like all over, including the fridge. So they found faces, heads, like, you know, bones. There was just a ton of, we're talking a house of horrors here. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the living room floor, they found a human ribcage that the dog had partially eaten. That's also where they found 15-year-old Olga Galtseva, and she was still alive. Mm. She was rushed to the hospital. Um, she suffered from numerous stab wounds and lost a shitload of blood. She was in a really bad shape. But once she was um, out of surgery, she was keen to speak to the police about her ordeal. You know, obviously, despite being very weak, and she she was, of course, yeah. You know, she's gone through a lot. Some horrors in that house. What she told them is literally it could be a script for a horror film. So, fucking brace yourself because it's absolutely it literally is the script of a horror film. 
She told them that on 24th of September, she and two of her friends helped Ludmila carry her shopping bags home. Once inside, they were trapped by Ludmila, knife-wielding Sasha and the giant dog. One of the girls, 15-year-old Nastya, retaliated and was killed on the spot by Sasha, literally in the doorway. He kept Olga and 13-year-old Zenya captive and raped and tortured them as his mother looked on. So he would rape them in front of each other. It was just like awful, awful shit. The girls were forced to cut their friend's decomposing body into pieces with a hacksaw, making sure some pieces were cut off very nicely so that they can be cooked. That's messed up, man. Mm -hmm. They actually made them do that. Yeah. They did indeed cook them as well, the bits of the girl, and offered some to the girls. When Xenia refused, um, Ludmila apparently stabbed her until she agreed. So have some. Sasha encouraged the dog to lamp at her open wounds, stab wounds. He allegedly disemboweled Nastya in front of the girls and flashed her intestines down the toilet, which also, in some sources, it says it could have been um, the source of... Of why the plumber yeah. needed to be there. Could yeah, be basically. There. Yeah, so that's that's that. Xenia was eventually attacked by Sasha and his dog and killed by the dog, taking chunks out of her face and stomach and severing her trachea, her windpipe. So her remains were cut into pieces and eaten by the two. Olga was now the only survivor, and she knew she was about to die. That's when the plumber came knocking. Olga tried to scream for help, which really fucked off Sasha and Ludmila. I shut up! Just completely enraged them. Um, But she then passed out and woke up when the police were in the apartment, and they they saw her, and she just like whispered to them, please help me. So that's when she was taken to the hospital. Olga's statement gave the police all they needed to know, but this is heartbreaking. She died 17 hours after being admitted to the hospital. Oh, no, she didn't even survive it. No, it's it's really awful. There's a picture of her in the hospital. Apparently, like, I'm not sure how true that is, but apparently one of the officers, like the detectives interviewing her, was a huge fucking cunt about it as well, but she kept her cool. Like, he was just like, you know, questioning her. Like, how can you be horrible to a girl in a hospital having gone through something. Do you really think she's making it up? I mean, you saw that apartment, right? Yeah. You saw enough she's not lying. in the apartment to you know some crazy shit happened here. Yeah. Like, yeah, how, could you be, how could you be Honestly cold God. towards, like, to her? Like, yeah. yeah and clearly the, this girl, this brave girl, must Amazing have been the courage she had, and yeah. all the strength she had, yeah. and gave all the information she possibly could. Like, you know, yeah. probably knowing that she was dying too. Yeah. You know, that's how weak she was, poor girl. It's, it's just, yeah, what I read that she died and I was just like, oh, I, I, I thought she was going to make that. it, yeah. But she knew that, that's why she knew that she had to speak to the police yeah. and give them everything she had. Yeah. And it was honestly broke my heart. It broke my heart. So. <laughs> and to witness her two friends like that. Can you and imagine? the torture they went through, God. Being made to cut them up literally. for them to eat. What? No. What is, and forced to, fa- yeah, exactly. Mm. Forced food. It's not wow. clear if she was made to eat the remains. But she probably didn't want to mention it, but yeah. like, if the other girl was stabbed to, to, yeah. and forced to eat, I'm sure they weren't kind to her either. No. I'm yeah. sure, yeah, I, I can't imagine yeah. what kind of things she had to go through. Um, but yeah, at least she managed to give a statement. Yeah. Thank God. But I just, yeah, it was just so awful that she died anyway, even though they tried, you know. This is fucking hard. And imagine, imagine the torture and the abuse she went through that even 
taking her into hospital. There just wasn't a chance of no. saving her. Yeah. She must have been real badly hurt. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't clear which girl which girls uh, suffered it, but he broke the wrist of one of the girls and yeah. the other one had such a big, might have been Olga, such a big gash in her head that Ludmilla literally sold it up with like just, you know, what you used to fucking sew buttons onto your trousers, like literally in there. With just goodness. Yeah, with just needle and threads, just like that. Because just to keep them nice and fucking tidy for him to rape, right? Wow. It's just wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't say which girl. They like was, toys to these people, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's literally just, literally just things, just play things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely awful. And it, oh, it's just, it makes you mad. Really mad. On top of everything else they found, uh, the search of the flat revealed more than 80 items of clothing, much of it stained with blood. Stolen jewellery, uh, Polaroid pictures of naked and tortured um, children, some of them never identified, and a diary documenting murders of 19 people. It is concluded that they murdered more than 30 adults and children, possibly more than 80 the exact figure is mm -hmm. unknown. It's, it's impossible. One, so, yeah. yeah. Three days after the raid, fucking Ludmilla comes back to the apartment thinking that the police were done there because she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, so she, she was promptly arrested. She truly believed, oh, they've done their thing. I can go back to my normal life now Yeah, with my little son. I don't know what the fuck she was thinking, wow. but it took three days and she was back just like, oh, is my stuff still there? Well, I don't know, Ludmilla. Take a wild guess, cunt. <laughs> she was arrested and immediately blamed everything on Sasha, because as you would expect, claiming that she only helped him clean up and dispose of the bodies because she was terrified of him and he was a crazy person. Yeah, all right. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you encourage this in him. Yeah. And then, oh, typical, isn't it? And when it mm -hmm. Yeah, so you only care as long as you're not in trouble. Yeah. The second you're in trouble, then it don't matter. Also, for someone who claims to love her son that much, Literally. you'll be pretty fucking quick to do a 180. Exactly. Look, if you truly loved him, you'd have taken the fall. Yeah. Time. You would think, right? You'd think. I'm pretty sure. If I, if I got done for something, my mum would be like, no, no, it was me. No, 100%. I, I'll go to prison for her. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. It wouldn't be like, yeah, no. Yeah. No, not me. <laughs> Mother's love. <laughs> Sasha remained on the run for five days, basically, but he was lost without his mummy helping him. And in mid-February of 97, he forced a woman at gunpoint to come into the apartment. He was about the to... same apartment. The same fucking oh these people goodness. are these fucking idiots. Really I'm telling you, it's, a, it's just, it's, a, it's amazing that the environment they were in allowed them to get away with this. Yeah. Because if it was now, they would be like, you fucking idiot. Of course, yeah. I seriously. And even I'm thinking, like, did the neighbours not notice the people? I don't know. Right. Like, so the neighbours knew that Ludmilla and Sasha were there and there were screams coming yeah. from the apartment and that kind of thing. But Ludmilla told everyone that he was mentally ill. Okay. So they never questioned it because, like, it's just a crazy person screaming. Screaming. They okay. never, you know, they never had any reason yeah. to suspect. And that 
probably gave them an excuse not to socialize too much with these people. Yes. At all. Yes. They kept their distance. Yeah. They do what they have to do and so on. I don't know. They probably, it's probably one of those as well where you keep, you mind your own business. And also, yeah, I mean, you don't get involved. When you're like broke and you've got mm. to feed your family and you've got other problems, you're not going to be focused on what your neighbors are no. up to. And also but, the police, you, you don't want to speak to the police until you absolutely have must to. Exactly, people, yeah. Yeah. People were just kind of staying yeah. out of it. That's just a culture in some countries, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You stay out of it. You don't yeah, get exactly. involved. You're just like, nah. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, it's just... Uh. So, okay, so this genius brings the girl back to the apartment. Yes. Okay. And he's ready to rape and kill her. Um, and that's when the police stormed in, having been tipped off by the neighbours the second he was back. So now the neighbours knew I'm- what was going on and they were like, hello. <laughs> Why was there not an undercover police officer waiting there? But anyway. Should have been. Yeah, because if the mum came back, they must have been like, all right, the son... This idiot will fucking yes, come back sooner back or later. Uh, you know resources and all that you can't afford to have more emphasis exactly. in but luckily enough they took the call and they came in a, and yeah. saved this girl yes yeah no yeah. they did yeah she's yeah. fine <laughs> yeah so when they when they arrested him he he claims that he only came down to say to see if his mum was okay because that's believable <laughs> he originally admitted to at least 19 murders because obviously that was yeah. in the diary so yeah, yeah 19 that was it but then he was told that he was facing life in prison. That's when he recanted his confession and started referring to his mental health problem because he just didn't fancy being yeah. in prison for life. He was eventually convicted of four murders. He underwent a psychiatric exam and the doctors recommended that he should be kept in a psychiatric clinic near Volgograd and declared him not mentally fit to stand trial. About that, some victims' families believe that the whole thing was fucked from the get-go because of Ludmilla's links to the prosecutor's office. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And they think a legit trial and investigation would have um, exposed all the corruption in the system, like all the little links yeah. and like bribery, corruption. How there is no justice, really. So yeah, families were really fucked up that he's not actually going to stand trial for it. Like f- four victims out of everything they found as well. Absolutely. And even, exactly, not even what they told, just the bodies they found, yeah. the, inf- the the evidence they found, the personal mm. belongings. Based on that alone, they know that, you know, everybody knows there's way more victims. Yeah. So yeah, people- always, it's always like that with trials, isn't it? It's always the. It's, yeah, it's really weird how they've got all that stuff, but it's inadmissible yeah. or whatever. It's, oh, yeah, it's just. And it is truly, the corruption is truly crazy here because this lady, the mother was really just not even a, she was a, not a nobody, but she was definitely lower down in the, yeah. in the she scale. She not thing. have had her how she managed to, yeah, do what she did being just a, a basic star. Mm. Imagine what the actual prosecutors and the people higher up. What kind of skeletons kind they've of got skeletons in their fucking closet. Exactly. Yeah. What kind of things they can hide and change for you. Yeah. When somebody that works for you can do all Yeah, so just like a fucking Linda that gets you coffee every morning and like, can get away with murder. Like, are you yeah. serious? Yeah. It's just, yeah. Ah. So the victim families were absolutely right that they did yeah. get screwed and that, that, that it would have been an opportunity if they had gone to trial. Yeah. Would have been an opportunity to see what kind of corruptions laid there. Yeah. And obviously like the system couldn't have allowed that. Could yeah. They? So 100%. it's easier to send them to a, a loony hospital. And just yeah. That's probably day. another loony. Oh, he's a crazy person. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about it. Like, he can't be accountable for what he's done. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> And then, 60, Ludmila was 60 at that point. He was around 27 when it was all going down. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so Ludmila was sentenced to life with a minimum of 13 years for being an accomplice. Uh, she was released in 2008 for good behaviour and moved in with her daughter in the countryside, disappearing completely. Yeah, I was literally going to ask you, what happened with the daughter? We're, we're getting there. We're getting okay. there. Yeah, no, don't worry. I didn't forget about her. <laughs> All right, so, so, yeah. so this woman got lucky, which is unbelievable. It's actually she, unbelievable. It's fucking ridiculous how she got off with that so lightly. Uh, yeah, so she moved in with her daughter, Nadezda. Uh, so speaking of the daughter, yeah, um, she was questioned by the police and ev- evaluated by a psychiatrist. She admitted that she was aware of something fishy going on with her mother and brother. Come but, on. Mm-hmm, but she wasn't charged after agreeing to testify against both of them. I don't know what her testimony was. That's not really clear. But there was no evidence linking her to anything. So she went free, which angered a lot of victims' families again. They, she knew, they believed that she knew the extent of their crimes and chose to stay silent, which I believe she knew. A lot. She knew more, definitely more than she's... If they've got fucking been. bodies lying in the corridor, like, yeah. at any given time... I mean, time. are you telling me the daughter never went to visit her mum and her brother? Yeah, like, I'm not wearing that. went to that house at all? Like, I'm yeah. sure she must have seen things, but yeah. chose to keep quiet. She may not have known how bad it, bad was, it was, exactly. But she must have known definitely. it wasn't good. Yeah. But yeah, she she got off. She basically nothing. There was, she was not charged. I mean, if nothing. the mum got off... Pretty much. Pretty much. Like she because got, the mom 2008, got... and I was like, yeah, 10 years, less than 10 years she spent in, in prison. But yeah, so this is why in 2016, a citizens group formed to keep an eye on Ludmila. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Because they believed that her sentence was way too fucking lenient, and they feared that if or when Sasha is freed, the duo will just pick up where they left off. Do you think he'll ever get freed? Is that even a possibility? I doubt that. I doubt they will ever let him out, but I think they just want to know what she's up to because she's, course, she yeah. should be in fucking prison, really. I mean, let's, like, she started all of this, really. Yeah. Really and truly. She encouraged everything yeah. that he was starting to become and she didn't see a fucking problem with it until she got caught. Mm. So, yeah, I do. It's probably good to keep tabs on her, you know, and see what she's up yeah. to, where she's going, who she's seeing, like, is she, bringing anyone into the I mean, flat. I don't, let, let's just say for instance that the daughter is innocent mm. and, the, and she I, had, I think she's innocent I, she's I, guilty of not speaking out which I think is quite a big thing to be yeah. honest in a lot of cases because if she did speak out she could have saved a lot of lives mm. so it's not like I, I get it she might have not physically been part of it she might have not you know helped no. find the victims or whatever but just the fact that she kept her mouth shut mm. you know especially that like the two of them they were kind of in this weird yeah bubble like in their, yeah. their own kind of world but she seemed to have been outside of it yeah and I understand like snitching on your family it's, it really yeah. feels weird but this is a, but this, this is, is, this is not just a random one yeah. murder where it's just like, oh, this is not your, like, your, your drunk uncle stealing a bottle of no, whiskey from the local <laughs> supermarket. This is legit, yeah, you know, serious stuff. This is, yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying. And, and even so, it's a bit weird how she, like, even is comfortable with having a mom in that house. Like, if I was in a That's situation, I'd be like, bro, like, I get you on my mom and everything, but like, I think I need yeah. space here. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't even have that around. This is what I found really weird as well. And especially since one of the sources said that she actually testified against them. Yeah. And then mum moves in. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Just very odd. Uh, yeah. But then looking at how that Sasha's relationship with his mother. Yeah. Maybe her relationship with her mother was kind of messed as up well. as well. A hundred percent. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. It's just yeah. really hard to tell. I have no idea. Yeah. 
very odd. As to Sasha, he blames the evils of democracy for his crimes. Of course, yeah. Yes, saying that he only wanted to clean the streets from debris, as we said, and he was a <laughs> crusader against capitalism. Mm-hmm. Okay. So ever the fucking idiot that he is, he asked a journalist interviewing him if he could arrange the sale of his own head. He went after, after his death. Uh, he thought that some institute might be interested in studying his brain after he's dead and would pay for it in advance in cigarettes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As of today, he, wow. uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So how, I mean, so capitalism is bad until it suits you then. Yes, until we can buy fags just to like <laughs> sell your head. Okay then, or whatever. As, wow, of, just wow. <laughs> as of today, he's 53 and still remains in a psychiatric hospital. He's alive and well and just chilling, trying to get free cigarettes, I guess. For his head. No idea. So that's that. That was the story of... That is a crazy story. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's quite, it's graphic, obviously. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. There's, you know, that's just giving the surface of what he was putting these people yeah. through. And it, it's, it's just terrifying that he, he's literally just chilling in a mental hospital now. So, you know, yeah, it's fine. And hopefully he will never be really, I don't think he will. I don't think so. I think it's it'll be much- an uproar if anything, yeah. even the slightest of that happens. I'm sure him and his mother are both praying to be reunited. Uh, they can sure. do their crazy thing together because oh, clearly, right. yeah, there's some psychotic duo. Yeah, it's, but, um, yeah, it's very weird. It's, it's crazy. Wow. <laughs> it's, there's not much left to say. Maybe, it really is, is something else, isn't it? Like, it's just one of those things, like, when you get a screwed up parent, you really don't have much of a chance. Like, the mum from the get-go, mm. with, you know, even having sex with him at a young age and stuff, uh, she really just messed him up from that minute onwards, really. Yeah. You know, and she got, like, when her husband left, she got too attached to him, which happens a lot. Yeah, so, like, yeah, I think it does, you know, but once the father figure leaves, yeah. the mother likes to basically make her son into... A replacement husband, if you will. Kind of. You know what I mean? This kind of paternal role within the Mm -hmm. household. And no, you can't put a young boyfriend. And there's like a lot of studies that have done research on families that like that, where the Mm. father leaves and the mother is then very dependent on the son. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that, um, like mama's boys, they usually yeah. come from that kind of situation yeah. when he, you know, not always, but most sometimes when the father's not there, um, they're very attached to the mom. The mom's mm-hmm. always like getting involved in their lives and telling them what to do and what, who to date. And, and, and it's hard for them to let go. Exactly. And then, and, and then sometimes they constantly want to see you, constantly want you to take them out. And those are the, 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 you know, the, the cases that we know of like that situation. Yeah. This is completely different. Like this, this is a, a, times a thousand like, yeah. this is just something different i think this is a product of yeah they both bring issues and the yeah. society that exactly and the mother clearly was a very unwell person yeah she started this whole chain and but then she's also cunning you know she That's wasn't what bothers me yeah. he might be just I a little ge- bit fucked up in the head yeah. but she knew what she was doing the whole and time. he was and he's clearly not a smart guy no just the- when the, apparently when they tested him he he was intelligent okay it's iq test i don't know how much i, I believe I, mm, I mean know. he doesn't like he didn't really well 
Maybe, maybe he was. Maybe that's how he allured the people yeah. in. You know, he maybe he was a charming, smart person. I just I don't understand the whole setup between the two of them. Just boggles my mind. Yeah. I just can't. But the the mum was very cunning. Like mm-hmm. she literally had a plan to rescue her son from you know the first incident alone yeah. with the first girlfriend should have been enough to at least put him away for a good decade. You know. Yeah. I mean, so it was it was horrific. It's murder a horrific it? murder. It was torture and murder. Yeah. And the mother, you know, using her clever, you know, uh, well, it's connections and her sat, slight. She con- sat yeah. back throughout the whole thing and just let it play out. And, and she even was probably the- quite happy that Eugenia was gone because like... 100%, yes. You know, a girlfriend's probably- taking away my boy. And the fact that he he got mad at some comment she made about his mother. She yeah. must have been so gassed. Be like, oh, look at this boy. He loves me. It's mm. like, yo, you got locked up. <laughs> He likes that. Something else, honest to God. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I know, I don't know, the, the kind of mother son relationships like this when it turns into a horrific yeah. series of murders. I know. It's just, mums, let your sons you fucking grow up it. and move away. Yeah. Okay. Please, please let them go. Okay. Fuck so this him. is nowhere near the same level, obviously, because this is nothing to do with murder, rape and torture and, and, and cannibalism. But I did read a story like a couple of months ago about some groom. Of some bride, I think, after her in India, maybe possibly. Yeah, guys, don't take this too seriously. I'm just remembering. Oh, just to lighten the mood after that. But like, basically, the the after the wedding, the bride walked in the the groom get being fed by the like breastfeeded by. His oh mother. my god I yes. think it was on Reddit or something I yeah. think I've, I've, I've and it was like a whole it. thing and it blew up a couple of months ago and it was like everyone was talking about it and it's like imagine walking into your new husband you know I think I could never get horny looking at a man again. Literally, something like that. It's crazy, right? And it's like this, there's, there's some, there's a weird attachment some women have on their children for some reason and their sons. It's so um, unhealthy. It's really unhealthy. And it's, it's, uh, we see it with our day to day, uh, things as well, but it's not these, these are extreme cases, obviously. Yeah. But like, it, you have to know the balance, I think, isn't it? Yeah. You need to know when to let go. You need to let them, um, do their own thing and live their own life. I mean, and yeah, the the. Oh. But in this this story is completely different. Both of them are messed up. The fact that she walked into the apartment, saw six bodies, and it didn't cleaned up without any literally question, just yeah. shows like you know she encouraged all of it. I, mean, I believe her role hundred percent huge, and I think she manipulated him and taught told him what to do and how to do yeah. it. I think it was so yeah. far more than she. You know, she's lucky she got away with. You just know, 10 years. when she. When she bribed the doctors for him to come out of the uh, facility after Eugenia's murder, she basically decided that his sex life, she's going to take care of that now. And that was her way of doing that. Just so that he never does anything like that to a person who could potentially, he could get in trouble. 100%. You know I mean? Someone with a family, yeah. someone who might have like some sort of contact yeah. that would, that would get him in trouble. So that was her way of doing it. Yeah, that's the thing. She's Clean very the streets of the yeah. debris and then at the same time keep her boy happy. Mm-hmm. Fucking, literally my insides are cringing as we talk about it. It's just awful. Sorry. It's just the victims. It's so sad to think about the victims. Yeah. There's so many of them. We don't even know how many victims there. to the system anyway. Exactly. Like imagine what happened. situation, especially the very young ones, the, mm-hmm. you know, the 12, 13, 14, 15 year olds, kids that God knows what kind of sexual or physical abuse they were running yeah. away from anyway. They were already running away from Cause if trauma. they're in that situation, if they're for them to be in, you know, in the streets to be homeless, it can't have been, you know, a good uh, thing. Either they're orphaned, they lost their family. 
or they had to run away from home because they literally couldn't be there. Yeah. And then just like their life being taken away like this and the, the tortures they must have gone through and seen. Mm. Um, while th- the whole neighborhood it's, slept really. Yeah. And just let this happen. Yeah. It's, it's horrific to think about. Mm-hmm. And it's just wild to me that it sounds like it, it was just the nineties. Yeah. I'm fucking I hell. He's still alive. He's chilling. He's only 53. It's crazy when you, when you, it happened in the 90s that we were born. Cause nobody, it, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that normally, long ago. When you talk serial killers and that kind of thing, you think, oh, 70s, 60s, yeah, I, yeah, 70s, 70s, 80s, yeah. you know, and they're all dead. Fucking. Yeah. No, this, this asshole is only in his 50s yeah. and he's just there. He's there as we speak, and it's just so hard to think about. So Chilling, just, like you said. Yeah. Like, with no care in the world, probably not, you know. Yeah, I think they were kind of thinking of putting him on trial, but actual criminal trial, mm-hmm. but nah, just, I think he's just going to stay in a psychiatric hospital. 100%. Which, I don't know what the conditions are like, but I, I imagine it's better than a fucking prison. Absolutely. Uh, and it just makes me it's really It's a known angry. thing that a lot of... He's not going hungry now, is he? No, 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 exactly. And it's a known thing that a lot of criminals, a lot of like psychopaths and just general serial killers tend to use them, Mm. you know, mental illness card to get a better prison sentence, to be in the psych ward instead of the general uh, prison system so they have better treatment, which is, you know, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably like if you're one of the victims, family members or loved ones, it's like, Mm-hmm. It must be frustrating to think that they're chilling, having a you know time of their life, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relaxing, they're probably the getting all the meds they, they want because yeah. uh, easy enough. Yeah, so um, I think we can end it here because we could be talking about how all these people were failed by everyone. And I guess that's the one positive we can take out of it is these kind of stories, these kind of things are not really going to be happening in our time, day and age right now, I would say. Or mm-hmm. if it is happening, I think that, that we're more equipped world internationally. Yeah. You know, it's definitely harder to be. It's harder, 100%, definitely. And yeah. all over the world as well, I think, yeah. even in the, the remote, poorest countries, it's not easy to get away with murder and and these kind of things like it once used to be mm. although saying that the 90s really wasn't that far away no, it's no. crazy that they oh did get God. away have you you we might as well crack on with somebody's talking about it long island serial killer he's been caught which one? Oh yes Next, yes yeah yeah yeah. I was shook every night. Did you see what he looks like? Yes. He did not look like a serial killer to nope. me, but they never fucking do. What does a serial killer look like? No, really? exactly. The, you know, the Yorkshire r- Ripper. Yeah. Well, not, I don't know if that, that the Yorkshire Ripper was used. Peter Sutcliffe, yeah. Um, are you talking about the one with the, the prostitutes that mm. recently? The, oh, no, the, we all talking well, about the, the one from the seventies, right? Yeah. Yes, him. Like, yeah. He was, even the police interviewed him. They fucked up. Yeah, but still, but he could, you could not have thought he was a serial killer, no. right? No. It just looks like a regular Every pussy from the time from Yorkshire. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Couldn't, yeah. It's, 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 it's one of those, yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Oh, gosh. Okay, guys, we'll leave you, we'll leave you here. Let us know what you think. <laughs> Thank you very much for Thank this. Thank you very much, guys. Have a good one. Speak to you soon. Bye. Wait, before you go. We would love to hear some feedback. So if you could leave us a review or drop us an email at podofterror at gmail.com or find us on any social media at podofterror, we would love to hear from you guys. Bye.